0: Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey.
1: And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Well, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Thank you for joining us. Uh, before we get started, as always, I want to give a big thank you to our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development, the Department of Housing and Community Development, and the Local Initiative Support Corporation, Um Through their funding, uh, we are able to provide programs like this to uh, promote and uh, assist small businesses throughout the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor. If you or your business is interested in being a spotlight sponsor of an episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio, please uh, give me a shout. My name is Kyle, kyle at riamainstreet.org, or give me a call at 202-808-9050. Um, well, hey, Michelle.
0: Hi, Kyle. How are you? All
1: right. How are you? Good, good. (laughs) Um, so it is another rainy Friday.
0: Yes. Another rainy Friday.
1: Uh, big plans for the weekend?
0: No, I'm going to settle down this weekend. Last weekend was enough. My daughter graduated from college, as you know. So congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.
1: And now she's off to do something interesting with her life. Yes.
0: Yes. Very
1: good. Um, so, are you gonna are you gonna join us for the annual meeting? Uh,
0: no, I won't be at the annual nope, meeting.
1: You're just supposed to say yes. I'll oh, yeah, there. of <laughs> course I'll be there. Yes, uh, yeah, with for, bells
0: on. Yes, this, we have an annual meeting coming up
1: on Wednesday, May 11th. Um, it is at the Rhode Island Road Community Room. Um, the Rhode Island Row Apartments Community Room. This is our opportunity to thank our volunteers and to recognize our sponsors and partners and uh, show off our accomplishments for the last year and and talk about our plans for the coming year. So uh, head over to our website, riamainstreet.org. And check check under events, and you'll see the link to register for a ticket to attend. It's free to attend, but um, please register so we'll know how many people to expect. Um, that's our annual meeting, May 11th, Wednesday, May 11th, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, okay, so, uh, Michelle, you've got a, a great guest lined up today.
0: Yes, I'm very excited. Today we have Daryl Dudley from Dudley's B-Sharp Academy. Welcome, Daryl. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: You know, I've seen your flyers around the neighborhood for many, many years. Uh, How long have you been teaching music in the Washington, D.C. area?
2: For about 22 years now.
0: Oh, I haven't seen them that long because I'm too young for that. However... (laughs) You're only
2: 21, right? (laughs) uh, Exactly. I'm
0: only 21 with a college graduate (laughs) daughter. Figure that out. But, uh, wow, 22 years. Um, And I've seen the signs around, and you all are right here on Rhode Island Avenue. Yes. And uh, what type of music do you, uh, you teach students to play?
2: We teach piano, guitar, bass, drums, and we also have a vocal instruction class and also a studio recording class as well.
0: And do your uh, students range in age? Do you only do children? Do you have adults?
2: We do from three to 103.
0: Uh (laughs) Aha. Okay. All right. And is there a specific type of music that you teach or do you teach anything?
2: We actually have instructors in classical music, in jazz, in pop, in funk, and also rock and gospel.
0: Oh, wow. All right. And you teach all levels from the novice to the expert? Yes. All yes, right.
2: absolutely. Everybody.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, how about the lessons? What type of lessons do you all provide? Are they group lessons? Are they private?
2: We generally do private lessons. In the summertime, we do a summer camp uh, where we also do some group instruction as well, and that's usually in piano or guitar.
0: Okay. All right. and And so I guess you could fit with anybody's time frame if it's a private lesson. Is it at the home sometimes or is it always in the studio?
2: We do some limited senior citizens at their homes if they're in the neighborhood, but most of the lessons are done right at our studio, 2101 Rhode Island Avenue.
0: Okay, and, and tell me about your musical uh, career or how you got into the business and wanted to teach. And-
2: Absolutely. Well, I've been a musician now for about uh, close to 40 years probably. Started when I was really, really young my mom had me and my brothers, uh, in piano lessons. However, back then we just wanted to be on the basketball court. <laughs> and, uh, so we went through a lot of piano teachers. Uh, but finally it really locked into me when I was a teenager and, uh, I got with a really great instructor and I actually started to play in my church. Uh, that's where I really cut my teeth musically. And then I went on to study the university of Maryland, Baltimore County piano performance. Um, I was also in a family that was entrepreneurs. I mean, from growing up early on, I had to work in my father's real estate investment office and so what I wanted to do is to pair those two together, uh music and business and that's how the B-Sharp Academy came about.
0: And how do you continue your own professional music development?
2: Uh I actually still have a teacher myself, okay. which a lot of people don't believe, but you just got to continue to study. You always have to learn. Learning never keep ends. Learning absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I continue to study music myself, and uh, I have various concerts around in the area that I put on and perform in.
0: And what instruments do you play?
2: I'm a lover of the 88 keys piano. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. What What is the 88 keys for for someone like me that didn't take? Uh, well, I played clarinet, but that's it. <laughs> I don't know what the 88 keys are. What, what is that?
2: On an acoustic piano, you have 88 keys. All right. So the, the regular the regular old piano. The regular piano, the regular one, yeah, the wooden one, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now, we do teach uh, electronic keyboard as well, I would mention that, along with the acoustic piano.
0: And what about um, your other teachers, the other teachers? How many of them are there, and and what are their specialties?
2: Absolutely. We have a classical piano instructor, um, and she's actually a master's graduate of Catholic University, We have a drum instructor who's actually my son. He's a professional drummer. He teaches at the academy. And also we have a multi-instrumentalist, Charles Foster. He's a professional trumpet player, but he also plays very well the bass guitar and also the acoustic guitar as well. And we have uh, two woodwind teachers. They teach classical woodwinds, jazz as well.
0: And how do you all use uh, technology to teach? Um, Like, do you, I'm sure you use computers, digital keyboards, musical instruction online or something?
2: Absolutely. Well, one thing we know with kids, they're very accustomed to games now, especially computer games. So we actually use, uh, it's called Computer Ace, Music Ace, which is a program to help them to learn music theory in a fun way. Uh, And it's computer-based and also the software they can use at home as well. We also have a digital recording class and we actually take uh, young men and women in the community and they come into the studio and learn how to actually orchestrate, compose, and uh, go through a digital recording uh, sessions. And you said you also
0: offer vocal instruction? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, that sounds pretty exciting. What are your expectations for your students, especially like the children and the the parents?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Well, what we like to say, we're the burger king of, of music instruction, <laughs> so of have it your way. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, music schools, you actually have a pre-programmed uh, curriculum that you come in with, and we do use a regular curriculum with a lot of our students. But especially with our adults, we want to find out what music they like, and we actually want to teach them how to play those songs. We've got uh, note reading, which we do in theory, but we also teach them how to play by ear because we find a lot of adult students, they took lessons when they were really, really young, Life gets in the way, mm-hmm. and now they can take it on their own terms. And they come back, and they just want to learn how to play show tunes that they learned when they were young, or some seniors want to learn hymns and that sort of thing. And so that's what we actually teach them. We enjoy doing that as well.
0: And do you all offer any type of performances or recitals absolutely.
2: at the end of?
0: Hey, I've finished X number of lessons, and
2: absolutely, uh, we have two recitals: one in the summertime, and also one right around Christmas time.
0: Okay. All right. And so you're, you said your group instruction is only during the summer for a summer camp type?
2: Yes, only okay. during the summer.
0: All right. And people can find out about that, I'm sure, Absolutely. on your website. Have you found, uh, I know when I was growing up, there were um, opportunities to take music in school. There doesn't seem to be that opportunity anymore. Um, it seems to be out of the school, so that must really send a lot of people your way if they want their children to learn about music.
2: Absolutely. That's one of the first things they cut, unfortunately, is music and the arts. And so we actually have a couple of contracts where we go into local uh, public schools and also charter schools. Now, there we actually do group instruction in in computer orchestration and also instrumentation.
1: Well, well, wait a minute. minute. They've gotten rid of music in schools. How... How are there high school marching bands? Are there are there not high school marching bands anymore?
2: Well, you still have the bands, but the actual individual instruction or some of the music classes have been cut out. Yeah, my uh-huh. kids yeah.
0: didn't. I mean, I had to seek out alternative music instruction. Really? Yeah, it's not every school, but it's very sad because music uh, calms the savage beast, right? Maybe that's <laughs> what's wrong with some of <laughs> I mean, music is definitely... A necessity. Absolutely. So that's good that you do that. So tell us a little more about the academy, some other things maybe that I haven't asked about that, that you all do, some things in the community.
2: Well, absolutely, yeah. We've been uh, in this particular community here on Rhode Island Avenue for about 15 years. I took it out of my home. I was lived in Riggs Park, but we bought it here on Rhode Island Avenue when we purchased that building. And uh, it's been really great. Uh, a lot of our students do come out of the community here. We really try to make it a situation where we don't turn anyone away because of financial issues, and so we do have some students here that are actually scholarshiped in either uh, partially or completely, and uh, you know we really feel that we can help the community in that way. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, that is,
0: because it can be expensive.
2: It can be very expensive. You know, that's one of the first things in a family budget that they'll cut away. Right. But, you know, if we see that coming up, then we'll try to work with the family in a way that, you know, fits their budget. So we don't want to turn anybody away in the community because music is so important. Mm-hmm. And we've actually seen it change lives, you know. Not that every musician comes through is going to be a Rachmaninoff or Bach or uh, Stevie Wonder, if you will. But all of them will be sharper, yeah. Uh, because they came by the school
0: well that's that's great, and you do teach uh them how to read music i guess if absolutely if they
2: don't. we do teach reading music and also playing by ear okay. I think it's so great that that
1: you teach to to the ear that that you you really seek out what what type of music they want to absolutely. play i mean i I was subjected to piano lessons. Subjected. The piano. <laughs> That's, <pretty much laughs> That's how what it was. felt like. Yes. Poor so, cause yeah. Poor Kyle. Because it was it was nothing but uh, you know the the theory yeah. and and playing classical music. And I remember the instructor. Every time I learned a piece of classical music, she gave me a little statue, a little plastic statue, well, like a bust of
0: um, Beethoven, a, <laughs> Beethoven or Bach, Bach or, yes. you know, whatever.
1: And I, I remember thinking, I just I. I like the idea of music, but I don't like this music right now. Of course, now I do, but when you're a kid, that's not what you want to do. So, what I mean, I think that's fantastic that that you are really not focusing on that to get people interested, but more than the music they like. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
2: Well, we'll actually ask them, especially teenage students and the children, what songs do you like? What songs do you listen to? Uh, And so, we had a case this week where one wanted to play Adele's Hello. So we actually bought the sheet music, and you can get the sheet music in whatever level that particular student is knowledgeable of. Oh, wow. And so we purchased that, and along with their regular curriculum, they play that. Now, with adult students, one of the first things we always ask them is to send us a list of 10 songs that you'd love to play. (laughs) And that becomes our curriculum right there. So we teach them how to read music if they desire or play the songs by ear, but it's all based on what they're interested in. Mm, Very cool.
0: How much practice time do you suggest that uh, people spend per day, per week? To- Eight
2: hours a day. Ah, right. that would be nice, <laughs> right? But
0: in in, in a real-world situation of work or school.
2: If someone's really interested in developing their musicianship, they have to at least commit 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. However, when we work with adults, uh, what we say is important to get to the instrument every day. Even if it's for, for five minutes because there's a muscle memory that takes place. Yes. And mm-hmm. if you t- just try just to get an hour it. here yeah. and there, most times you're not going to get it and you're going to say, ah, forget about it. But if you, can, if you know it's just five minutes a day and at least I'm touching that keyboard or the guitar, you will really accelerate farther than just trying to find a big amount of time every now and then.
0: So I once heard, and I don't know if this is true, I, I've always wanted to know if this is true, um, that if you learn to play the piano and the guitar, you can play any instrument. Pretty much. Did I hate to say? disappoint you. But, <laughs> That's not true. <laughs>
2: that, that Not necessarily. It could be okay. true for some people. Um, but piano is a good foundational instrument because it covers the complete spectrum of sound. Um, and so in, in these 88 keys, you have every sound possible. Guitar covers a much smaller amount, and other instruments only cover a segment of that. So piano, is, I, I find, is a good foundational element, and you can springboard to other instruments easier. Okay.
0: All right. Well, that makes sense.
1: And you also do voice lessons, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, love to do voice lessons. We do those with kids starting at about 8 years old, you know. Parents uh, come in with a little biased. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> all the time. But <laughs> little Johnny times,
0: can sing so well. <laughs> right,
2: right. And, and many times that's true. Many times right. that's true. And so we work with them, especially with kids. It's important that they, not, they, do, they use proper technique so they don't cause any damage when they grow older. So we get kids who come in. We get young adults who actually want to go on some of these contests. And they've been singing. And they just want to improve. Whether it's, you know, the church choir, whether it actually is to get into uh, Duke Ellington, we get a lot of students in there, or uh, some of the local universities, we help them out with auditions, and some just want to do it for fun, and so we aid in that as well. Nice, nice.
0: So I did say that Dudley's was uh, B-Sharp Academy yes. was uh, on Rhode Island Avenue. Where exactly are you on Rhode Island Avenue?
2: We're right at the corner of 2101 Rhode Island Avenue, which is at the corner of Rhode Island and Mills. And it's in the same building as Dudley Pro Realty.
0: Okay. Not by accident.
2: Not by accident. Yes. Uh, my father's a uh, proprietor of that.
0: Okay.
1: And right very across good. the street from Dudley's Beauty College.
2: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: Again, not by accident. This not is by a, accident. This is a family enterprise. Very enterprising. Lots of different businesses. So if our listeners want to find out more about Dudley's Beauty... Uh, I was about to say beauty school, mm-hmm. but... Uh, B Sharp Academy, Dudley's B Sharp Academy, where would they look?
2: They can uh, look online, www.bsharpworld.com. They can find us on facebook.com backslash Dudley B Sharp. Or they can give us a call at the Academy, 202 439 0016.
0: Great. Well, thank you for coming in today, Daryl, and speaking with us and telling us about the Music Academy.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Okay, now we've got Philip from Good Food Market on the line. How you doing, Philip?
3: Good Kyle, how are
0: you?
1: All right, this is a another rainy dreary day in DC, but I'm sure the the plants are loving it in the community garden.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, they sure are. We've got our herbs growing um in advance of our farm to table cooking class on on Tuesday, May 17th where we'll start out at the garden, pick some herbs and head over to uh Langdon, uh, or excuse me, to Woodridge Library for a cooking class. A little fun fitness lesson from Larry Jr. at Chaos Gin in between. Uh, so we're excited to see that. And, um, you know, it's just uh, celebrating um, an extended celebration of Cinco de Mayo. Um, Trickling Springs has a Mexican hot chocolate flavor now. Um, <sighs> So Philip, to, balance out, <laughs> to balance out the, the delicious herbs and vegetables from the garden, you know, polish it off with a nice scoop of Mexican hot chocolate ice cream.
0: Hot <laughs> chocolate ice cream. Wow.
3: Oh, yes. So I should, I should. You, well, you know, know, Kyle closure. just went back to the gym. not hot. It is cold. Uh, ah. Speaking euphemistically. I guess you could well, heat it up, but I would. Why I would, would you probably, do such a thing? Yeah, I would probably consume it frozen. Yeah, the way, the way.
1: I think it's got uh, if it's if it's Mexican hot chocolate, it's got a little cinnamon or a little uh, little Nutman. cayenne or something, or something in there.
3: Yeah, sweet, um, sweet
1: little, sweet
0: and spicy. <clears throat> mm-hmm, exactly.
1: So um, you uh, you had a a nice add on on Facebook for a new uh, a new grab and go type sandwich you've got in there.
3: Yeah, so in addition to the DCCK, the tiny grocery, the Mama Lucia's, the More Healthy Living, the Motiso Chili, um, and uh, our kind of picnic favorites, potato salad, coleslaw, et cetera, um, we've got a great new um, local vendor named Bruges and Beer. These are uh, Dutch-inspired sandwiches made here in D.C. Um, so great mixes, fresh meat, fresh cheeses, we um, own Bakery Bread, um, the freshest veggies, local when possible, um, just a couple young entrepreneurs who've got a great product, and, and we're really excited to see them um, see them on the shelves. Um, so they've got sandwiches and salads, and we've got a whole new spring line coming through from Mama Lucia's as well, um, some lighter entrees um, and, and some salads as well.
1: Sounds wonderful. Um, yeah. What what about um, fresh stuff coming in in the produce section?
3: Um, in the produce section, we started to see the asparagus, the greens, um, kind of the the soft greens coming through locally. Lettuces, spinach. Um, I think next up on the pike is going to be like your smaller vegetables, maybe some peppers. Um, we are seeing peaches rolling through um, from the southern states, so. As as time marches on, the the harvest will will grow uh, increasingly northward until we're in our our zone, um, our growing zone. So uh, local peaches are right around the corner. Um, But, yeah, we're just enjoying some great prices on some organic uh, produce and, and watching the fresh stuff roll in.
1: And passing those savings along to people in the neighborhood. So thank you for that.
3: Absolutely. That's what we do. And I, I should mention that um, if you're making, um, well, sorry, I guess I won't apply. Mother's Day will be over by the time they hear this.
1: <laughs> That's okay. But they'll well, still be cooking well, to, after we'll that.
3: that I was going to talk about our Mother's Day cards, but everyone will have, uh, if you're looking for a great belated Mother's Day gift, <laughs> then handmade cards by Christine. Everyone's unique.
1: And and listeners should note that those handmade cards by Christine—that's the same Christine that owns District Dance Arts. Ah. So her talents are are indeed limitless.
0: And does she have cards all year round? She does. Okay. Well, <laughs> so there will be other things after Mother's Day, mm-hmm. Father's Day, mm-hmm. Children's yeah. Day. Yeah.
1: All right, Philip. Uh, Good Food Market, two thousand six Rhode Island Avenue. Thanks for checking in.
3: Thanks so much, Kyle and Michelle. Appreciate it. All right, talk to you you later. Bye.
1: Take care. Thanks, Michelle. We're going to wrap up the show now. A little bit, uh, a little bit short this week, but uh, we'll we'll do better next week. Um, Thanks again, everyone, for joining us, and uh, and we'll see you next week. See ya.